0: hello everybody welcome back to only stupid answers my name is dj woldridge and with me as always is the amazing roxy stryer
1: i'm just amazing that's so true (laughs) from all the things that's what i am you're
0: amazing you're spectacular you're the friendly neighborhood roxy stryer
1: Whoa, yeah, that's right. What's up, DJ? Uh,
0: you know, things, uh, just, uh, a pretty standard week of 2020. Wait, it's 2021. Things are escalating. Uh, yeah. Uh, I like to think that this is 2020 sloppy seconds. This is like the leftovers from that, but we'll see.
1: I think that like it's the hangover, maybe. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, once we get to around. January 20th that might be when all the Advil kicks in
0: yes <laughs>
1: it starts to kick in
0: let's let's hope but uh so today you know we're going to do uh the format of the show is going to be normal we're going to be doing what we're into um and stuff like that but we are going to talk about uh we I know this is supposed to be an entertainment show I know a lot of you use this as escape but we've got to talk about what happened this week I've got to talk about it um Sure, we could talk about Michael Keaton, Batman, or Star Wars, or any of that stuff. But uh, bigger things are happening, so we're gonna talk about uh, the attempted insurrection at the Capitol. And if our numbers are lower this week, I get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it just is what it is. But before we do any of that, let's let's have uh, let's do the bread and butter of this show because even though all this was going on, we did watch things, we did do things. Roxy, what are you into? this week
1: so you know dj because we haven't been here what it's been two weeks since we haven't been here maybe roughly because of that i did me some binging Mm -hmm. This, this is what jews do over the holidays when you're not celebrating christmas and you live by yourself and you're alone in a pandemic you don't stop watching television yes so i actually am into a lot of things this week dj number one Something that I was very far behind on. I can't believe it took me till now to watch, especially being the diehard Friends fan that I am mm-hmm. and being somebody who has followed them in all the places they've gone to their careers. And this being one of the biggest shows of the last few years, The Morning Show. Yes. The Morning Show is an Apple TV Plus. Is that what it's called? Apple TV Plus? Oh, Apple is Plus? it? it
0: probably Apple TV? Apple TV. Apple TV. Let us know TV. in the chat what the Apple streaming app is called. <laughs>
1: You know what I'm talking about. I do
0: know what you're talking about.
1: Which just as a side note, before I get into the morning show, I actually have no idea how Apple TV works. And I just, or Apple plus works. I just watched a whole show on it for free. Oh, well, I don't know DJ either. They're charging me and I'm unaware. I just clicked aim. I I don't know what happened. I went on my computer and there was an Apple icon. It said Apple TV and I clicked on it. I've never paid for it before. And then it said, watch the morning show. And I clicked on that and I just watched the whole thing.
0: Uh, I watched
1: all of Ted Lasso also. That was amazing. I was
0: going to recommend that because I haven't watched it, but I have heard nothing but amazing things about that show. It's
1: incredible. I can talk about that as well. But yeah, so Danny M and Glenn Caesar are saying Apple. Okay, no. Glenn Caesar says Apple TV and Danny M says Apple TV Plus. We
0: have confusion in the chat as well. (laughs) We have confusion. Just confusion all around.
1: So whatever it's called. I watched it and presumably for free. So I don't know if you, if you guys have a Mac, maybe like try to. Just give it a shot. Yeah. Give it a shot. See what happens. Sure. Um, But you know, come to think of it, I put it on my Roku also and that was for free too.
0: Wild. I I don't,
1: I'm not, I'm not clear on the rules here, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I watched all of the morning show and now I understand what the buzz was about. Yeah. It's really, really good. First of all, obviously, we've got Reese Witherspoon, we've got Jennifer Aniston, we've got Steve Carell. Those are three very, very talented people. Yes. We've seen Steve Carell um, bring out his more dramatic side in things like Foxcatcher and whatnot before. Um, and so, but to me, this was one of his strongest performances ever. He's really phenomenal in this to the point where you feel gross because he's so good. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like you're watching it and you're like loving him. And then you're like, no, no, Mm -hmm. Uh, because for anybody who doesn't know, this is a show about it, it follows the Me Too movement and it follows one specific news studio and what happens when their main anchor is hit with a me too situation um, or causes a me too situation. So it, it did, I was concerned this was going to feel like watching the news. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, okay, I just lived through all this. I've just seen all of this. Why do I want to watch a TV show on this? But it really didn't feel like that. It got into the nuances. Um, and the, I, I don't want to say this. Like I'm not, you guys know where I stand, but <laughs> the gray area of things, yeah. which is like, oh, that's icky. Is it illegal? Not sure. Did yeah. it breach contract? Not positive. Mm-hmm. Definitely feels wrong, but like what parts were, where did this happen and what stepped over the line and how, yeah, all of those things um, that take place in this show. So I re- I think that it's, it's uh, mature, definitely for more mature audiences, yeah. but it's really, really solid. And I think it does a, a great job of, showing what was happening during this time. I think when people look back through history, this will be a show that like really exemplifies what it looked like to uh, the domino effect of what one man can do. Yeah. Um, so and, and, and I,
0: Carell is that man.
1: Yeah. And Carell is that man. Of course which they I would have, have
0: Carell be that man. So we feel, yeah. we have mixed feelings about it. <laughs>
1: I know. Um, and you know that you know that within like 30 seconds of watching the show, so it's not like I'm spoiling anything for you guys. We no. start with the allegations. It's not like we work our way up to the allegations. So no. we start at that place. And also it was interesting because they have Jennifer Aniston playing this co-anchor to Corral, and she's very polished and kind of more what we would see on TV usually. Um, more of like a uh, very perfect, doesn't say the wrong thing, whatever kind of girl. And they have Reese Witherspoon. It took me a minute to be like what? They try to make her not look cute. Mm-hmm. They try to like Good put luck. her out into yeah, they try to put her out into the field. She's like a, a swearing um, like fucking whole, whatever whatever you want to call her machine. yeah um, And I was like, what? But she pulls it off. It's wild. Like she comes in, she is this unpolished, unapologetic, messy, messy human. Yeah. Um. And I was like, but that's Reese Witherspoon. Mm -hmm. But she does it. She does a great job. Didn't she get
0: an Oscar for *Legally Blonde*? No way. I think I think she got an at least a nod for *Legally Blonde*, and that doesn't happen for nothing. Like like obviously. The merit of the Oscars, I think, is is worthy of debate. But like she's she's a really talented actress. It is weird because you think...
1: Well, definitely the, for Walk the Line, right?
0: Ooh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I feel like she was nominated for... I feel like Legally Blonde got her nominated for something, which is wild. But then again, Johnny Depp got nominated for Pirates of the Caribbean. So who who gives it? Who knows? All right? Is uh, that true? That is true. And of course, Robert Downey Jr. got nominated for his role in Tropic Thunder.
1: Yeah, but that one I kind of understand a little more.
0: Yeah, and it, and it was like, hilarious. I will say, side note, we're not really going to be able to get in these things. There was rumor swirling that uh, Filoni and Favreau wanted him for Thrawn, which sounds I, – I think Robert Downey Jr. is incredibly talented. There's a reason the entire MC was built on his back. I think Thrawn specifically does not play to his skill set. <laughs>
1: yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah. Uh, I feel you on that. But yeah, this this show's really, really great. Um, and it's not just great because they have A list celebrities. It's great because the writing is great, the yeah. the situations are great. Like it's it's really strong. So I definitely recommend it. I know I'm late to the train, but if you're late to the train too, you probably can watch this for free. Two seasons. How many? If there were, I watched one. Okay. So um, I don't think so. I maybe think they're the working on the season, second one. I, I'm pretty sure the second season is coming out soon. Yeah. Um, but I'm not positive. I, I, But there was only one on whatever free thing I did.
0: Maybe that's why you were able to watch it for free. Maybe they're trying to hype up for the second season.
1: Yeah, but why could I watch Ted Lasso for free, too? That
0: is a great question. That is a great... The I'm mystery. telling
1: you, I don't know that this is a pay service.
0: If it's not, I, I should check it out, because I want to watch Ted Lasso. I just can't commit to another service. I'm tapped out.
1: If it is... If it is for free, they should do a much better job advertising that.
0: Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, because like, Peacock, I because a lot of Peacock's content was free. I've ch- I've checked out Peacock. I I watched the first couple episodes of Brave New World. Dug it. Uh, not enough to pay for the rest of the service, but you know, like
1: DJ, <laughs> I like want you to. Do, what do you use downstairs? Do you have Roku or like what's your? We
0: we have a Roku TV. We have a Roku TV. So
1: that's mine. I have a Roku TV.
0: Yeah. So and it
1: was on there, and it was free.
0: Okay, so I'll I will give it a shot because I do want to watch Ted Lasso. I've heard amazing things. I want I want to give that show some love. Um, uh, so I will give it a shot, and we will see what happens. But if anybody asks we, for a credit card, it's not happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, but this is the problem, and this is what I was worried about, and I'm not sure. But this is what Wendy S says: check your iTunes subscriptions just in case. I'm wondering if they just charged me.
0: Yes, maybe.
1: You know, like all my information's in my devices. Yeah. But usually they have to ask you. Like usually it doesn't. You don't just hit play and you get charged. Usually it says like a price or something. Nothing came up at all. Yeah. Oh, Danny M says if you bought a new Apple device within a certain time, you get a free year of Apple TV.
0: <laughs> I like. I I love the sleuths here helping us out at home. is like Apple website says it's four ninety nine. Actually, you know what? That's not bad for for no. an app. Like I don't know if it's worth. Because we, we've we talked about two shows. I don't know if it's worth uh, checking out two shows, but uh, uh we, we'll we see. <laughs> and, of course, uh, Daniams letting us know that she, uh, Reese Witherspoon, uh, won Best Actress for Walk the Line and was nominated for Wild. Check, because I feel like Legally Blonde is in there. Just, just saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, let us know. I do want to know. So that was one of the things I was really into. Uh, and all the things that i was into are tv related yes DJ. i'm excited well,
0: for this next one because i've heard a lot of things and i know very little about this show
1: okay so that's a great place to start because that was exactly where i was coming into it here's what i knew i knew that i am a huge massive um shonda fan I love anything that Shonda does. I loved Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder. I'm still watching Grey's Anatomy to this day. Yes. Like 25 seasons deep oh or wherever. Oh my God, that show's been on at. for so long. I think, I think we're 17 seasons That's deep. That's still or something.
0: insane. That's it's insane.
1: insane. It's really, truly insane. But uh, I, so I was excited because I don't rem- remember if we talked about this, DJ, if you know what happened with the Shonda switching over from ABC to Netflix, were you back to that? Backed
0: a, a money truck up to her house? Right?
1: No, yeah. she, she called for the money truck after the Disneyland situation. Do you know what I'm no, talking about? No, I don't know
0: what you're talking about.
1: Okay. So again, I'll keep it brief, but long story short, Shonda worked for ABC for Disney for so many years, obviously made them so much money with the three shows I just mentioned. Yeah. Shonda was trying to go get her sister to be able to go to Disneyland. Shonda gets a free pass for herself, but she called her execs and was like, hey, my sister wants to come to Disneyland um, and it w- can we get a day pass for her? Yeah. And they gave her like such shit about it. And they were like, don't you have enough? All of these things um finally they gave it to her her (laughs) sister got there the day pass did not work
0: oh my god
1: so shonda called them and was at Disney. like you know her sister's trying to get in at disney and they were like gave her like a speech and they were like you have everything whatever it was Shonda got off the phone with them and called her agent and was like, "Get me the fuck out of this! Yeah. Get me out because they don't value me. They don't care." I asked for a, a what is it, a hundred and eighty dollar pass, yeah, and and they won't let me have it. Like, and they and then they caused a scene and whatever. It was embarrassing, I'm sure, for her for, with her sister. Yeah, um, and she used that as it the final straw, but was saying that that was exemplary of just like how Disney treated her her whole time there. Yeah, uh, and you know they. They came up with her, so they probably kept treating her like she was the Shonda from 20 years ago, Yeah, but she's not. She's one of the, bis- the biggest, baddest executives in the biz um, yeah. and showrunners, and so, yeah, that was crazy. So then she was like, I'm finally going over to Netflix. Netflix was like, welcome, <laughs> welcome. And they gave her a lot more creative freedom as well, which is something she had been looking for for a long time. Yeah. So this was the first project coming out of the gate with that, and that project is Bridgerton. Bridgerton Is kind of like if Hamilton was not a musical (laughs) and it was Pride and the Prejudice, but like what they do is that your race does not matter. So we're back in, I actually have no idea when DJ, but I'm going to say 1700s. Um, But it so it feels like Earth, like Earth 34, 1700. Like it's just a random place in which like what you look like does not fucking matter. So it's one of the first shows that I've seen in which we're looking at queens of England that are black, which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um, but it's never addressed. And like, there's a lot of interracial relationships and um, a lot of people of status have different skin colors than people of status now have or whatever. It was, so that part's really cool. It is a sexy ass show. We see a lot of butts some boobies. Uh, There's a a lot of makey outy and a lot of heavy petting. Mm -hmm. And that's really fun, especially during this time when you're ass alone and you're like, all right, show me anything that's sexy and cute. And um, the storyline is basically about um, these women who need to marry into society in order to have their place in society and how all of that works. There is, uh, if you guys have watched the trailer at all, there is this woman called Lady Whistledown. We have no (laughs) idea who she is, but she puts out this weekly article to all the people she sends out, like, via snail mail, and it's like breaks all the scandals that are going on in the town. And some people are trying to figure out who she is. And like, she reveals everybody's fucked up things and who kissed who and who's pregnant and what's happening here. So um, overall it was just exactly what I needed for this moment in life. Really fun, really different from what we've seen. Great performances, really nice butts all of that stuff.
0: You gotta get the nice butts in there. For, for yeah, one, I do. For one thing, it's one of the few things they'll let the the guys do. You don't get a lot of dicks and stuff, so it's like mm-hmm. all you got. It's, it's you gotta have a good butt game. Um, I I like the whistle down thing because it's so it's basically Victorian era gossip girl. Gossip girl, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it? Do you know? Is it because all I know is like headlines I've seen. Like it won't probably surprise people that. The algorithms don't feel the need to advertise Bridgerton to me. Uh, I haven't watched it. Like, it's, it's just not on my radar, really. Uh, is it based off a book series? I did see a thing of, like, a picture of one of the handsome people from Bridgerton next to uh, just a laid out series of books.
1: Huh. If it is, I'm unaware. Okay. But it very well could be. I would think that it would have said, based on, at the beginning of everything. Yeah, so you'd think, I think, think that. I didn't see that um I think this is just a brainchild of Shonda's but I could be wrong there and also she is not the showrunner on this I don't think um I think it's her production company but I don't think she was the showrunner here
0: well she doesn't have-, have to do that anymore she just has to like she can just be like hey you go do <laughs> she's earned. she's earned that yeah you go do this
1: totally totally um yeah i i think that dj you would like this more than you would think you would i'm not gonna sit here and tell you that this would be your favorite show of all time but i definitely do think like watching this with your wife would be like a fun flirty nice evening like it is it's scandalous but it's um not trash Mm -hmm. so like if i love gossip girl but a lot of gossip girl is like I mean that is not well written, that <laughs> is not well performed. Like I just love it because it's great, but this is actually kind of well done and um the main love story going on is really uh engaging. Cool. Like you you sit there and you 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 kind of feel for both of them and you root for them, but also like, is this right? Is this wrong? Uh, Yeah. I I think that it wouldn't be your favorite show of the year, but if you put it on, I think you would actually enjoy parts of it. It wouldn't be like miserable for you.
0: I I like that. I like that. Well, maybe I'll give it a check. Maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I'll let my, my wife know about it and um, uh, see if she's into checking it out with me. Uh, Speaking of Netflix, a show I have been checking out is something that you are also into. Would you like to talk yeah. about Cobra Kai?
1: I would love to because season. 3
0: Season 3 season By, three uh, by the way, I'm only 4 episodes in. So
1: Okay, okay. So I won't spoil anything for you. By the way, I tweeted out about the show and Netflix retweeted me. No big deal. Humble
0: brag. Humble brag. I would yeah, like also no to say it. just real quick talking about spoilers. I people loved to complain about spoilers online for Mandalorian. In Mandalorian's offense, that was one episode a week. Uh, apparently, I only had 3 days to watch the entire season of Cobra Kai before Entertainment Weekly was like, "Hey, here's this person." It's like, "Cool." cool that's that's like 10 episodes but whatever i mean whatever
1: (laughs) yeah so i won't spoil in the same way that i didn't spoil the other things for you guys because on this show i'm usually although morning show was a year old (laughs) i usually i know i watch things faster than most people because that a is part of my job and b i don't sleep and i'm an obsessive person so i definitely won't spoil anything about cobra kai for you guys but what i will say is that prior to this season i loved this show after this season i feel like this show went up points for me like wow. i already love this but the 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 front half of season 3 is is solid mm-hmm. the back half is phenomenal cool. um it it ends so strongly that i was like wow this is a real show yeah. this is not like Karate Kids, random show years later, that's kind of fun. This is a really, really well done, excellent fucking show. It is so good. Uh, it is so good. And as opposed to how season two ended, which was a little um, it was, soap opera
0: And it was uh, very heightened. It was it was I, very like like uh I, I remember finishing season two, I was like, Yeah, man, like if I was like the mayor of this version of L I'd be like, Yeah, no more karate for some reason. I guess we can't have karate now because of what happened, which is kind of how those season three begins.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they they really do deal with that. And I agree. And so as much as it is over the top in season three, to me, it was a little more believable over the top, if yeah. that makes sense. They just brought me into this world in which I was like, whatever's happening, you I, you guys have my trust because this is so cool um, and they do something with uh, I'll leave this as vague as possible, but they do something with a female character in this that I think is so uh, this is the first time I've ever seen it on TV where they deal with her um, and she just seems like such a real person dealing with like relationships and whatnot and i'll tell you more when we do spoilers if we ever talk spoilers dj no, we'll get when there we finish it but i just love the way that they do some of the women characters on this show yeah. um and for three dudes who just grew up loving cobra loving karate kid who just wanted to make this work i think that they've done an excellent job either or whatever it is bringing in female writers or getting into the minds of women because i'm like oh wow you totally nailed that yeah. um yeah, I love this show. DJ, how are you feeling about the the first four episodes at least?
0: Well, I'm excited to see where it goes because I think you're right. The first few episodes are solid. They're not like blowing my mind, but it's like, yeah. I, I And it, this show does it does blow my mind in the sense that it, and I've probably talked about this before when we talked about it, it shouldn't work like on any level. Like the idea of like Karate Kid getting its own sequel series is is inherently, I think, dumb. Like, like why? But I think it, especially in the first mm-hmm. season – They did such a good job of tapping into the inherent sadness of old men, like aging out of what they were good. (laughs) Like, and it's something that we got a little bit, um, in what kind of brought pathos to Creed. You know, obviously Creed is about Michael B. Jordan and, and everything, but, but the, the, what Sylvester Stallone was able to bring to it by just being able to be old and not having to pretend like he's fucking expendable Sylvester Stallone. Like I like that. You know, uh, uh, Danny and Johnny are kind of lame, and the show lets yeah. them be lame. And the show is not totally. like no. These guys are these guys are still fucking cool. They're like no, they're middle aged men. They're no.
1: This is sad. Yeah, this is a little sad. Yeah,
0: they're not cool anymore. Like like uh, Danny's life is going well, but it's not. He's not Karate Kid. He's just he's running a dealership. Like that's it. You know. Um so I'm interested to see um what uh, uh Martin Cove as as crease like I think it was cool bringing him back I know in these first few episodes we're starting to flesh out his uh backstory a little bit in in uh kind of like they're doing the best they can with the budget they got making it look like the, <laughs> the 60s um but I I I'm excited I Uh, let's say this for other people that might not be catching up. I'm right at the point that uh, Daniel has gone abroad and I'm very interested because now we're entering parts of the karate kid mythos that I didn't think we'd ever touch on. So I'm interested to see where this goes.
1: I'm excited for you to see that too, because I had a lot of fun there.
0: Yes. Cool. And, and unfortunately the, the, I won't say it here for other people that don't know, um, there, there's a, there's a, a connection, let's say, to the previous movies that they have teased at the previous two seasons that gets paid off here. And even though I haven't gotten there, I'm very excited to see how they do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for you. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, looking forward to... It's
1: so funny that line of not giving spoilers but also saying how you feel about things. Mm-hmm.
0: It's
1: well, like, I know that you know that we know and then yes
0: you and i both know but for those that don't know uh speaking of spoilers i think this is very appropriate for the thing that i am into uh which is i finally beat the last of us part two which came out summer of last year and was met with uh, a lot of backlash uh, a lot of and you know the type of backlash i'm talking about where like critics are like this is amazing and uh and fans are all online ready to uh burn the Capitol building down because they don't like this video game. Um and having played it, I understand the, the let me rephrase that. The backlash does not surprise me <laughs> because of what the game does. Um uh Roxy, have you have you played it?
1: So much, DJ. So much.
0: <laughs> Do you know anything about this this backlash any of this stuff? Did you see it like trending on Twitter when it came out? I'm
1: trying to think of what you're talking about. Um No, is this like a, a an actual issue?
0: Um, well, let me, let me, I'll I'll break it down for you. So, um, uh, for those that don't know anything about last of us, um, it it is basically, I think it's best described as a survival horror game. It is its own take on, on zombies, but instead of a virus, it's basically there, there is an actual fungus in our actual world that controls ants to, to spread its spores and basically makes them zombies. And this game, the version of zombies is like that, but with humans, um, and like a lot of zombie fiction, world is destroyed and the last of us are the remaining humans that are trying to rebuild society and we follow a girl named ellie who is one of the the only person we've met in the game so far that is immune um so spoilers for last of us one which came out many moons ago um that game ends with joel our sensible protagonist who is taking ellie to a place where she can have the immunity taken out of her they find out while Ellie is unconscious, that the only way to get the immunity is to, that will cost Ellie her life. Joel does not like this and ends up killing everybody at the facility to save her. And it's actually my favorite part of the first game because it's the first time where it really- but
1: how does it save her to kill them all?
0: Because she's in the operating room when he finds this out. So he goes to go get her and everybody's like, well, no, we want the cure. And he's like, fuck you. And he murders everybody yeah, to get yeah, to her. Okay. And it really challenges the notion because I think playing the game, you're like, well, yeah, you'd- and under normal conditions, the game wouldn't exist if you don't go to save her. But by positioning it the way the game does, it, it really makes you realize, like, Joel's wrong here. Ellie's made it clear throughout the game that she's willing to give her life to save humanity. And, of course, when he saves her, he lies to her and says, like, oh, no, they weren't able to make the cure or whatever. And so it's really interesting to take, to flip your traditional video game narrative of you got to save the person and it's like no the violence here the violence you enacted was wrong you you this character and you playing him were wrong and the sequel doubles down on that and um, primarily follows uh, ellie and another character and the game's been out for a while but i, I don't necessarily want to spoil it but i think because I, I think if you're like me even though i didn't get spoilers all you have to do is look at the backlash and look at the ad campaign and know what happened and have played the first game and be like, well, actions have consequences. The only person I'm seeing in the ad campaign is Ellie. Put two and two together, like you put two and two together. And um, I'm going to say it, anybody, if you're not, if you haven't played the game, stop listening right now. I'll let you know when to come back or whatever. Basically within the first opening sequence of the game, uh, uh, Joel is murdered. And of course, all the white boys that enjoyed this game and enjoyed playing as Joel did not take kindly to this. Uh, And the game really spends a lot of time. You spend a lot of time with Ellie trying to avenge Joel, but you also spend time with Abby, the person that killed Joel. And the game is trying to this the the creators were very open about the fact that we're exploring the consequences of violence and and the the game is basically about like this idea of the cycle of revenge joel killed these people who included abby's father so abby killed him so now abby, ellie's killing her abby's people you know what i mean it's it's just a cycle so they
1: didn't the people who were pissed didn't like the story
0: the people who were pissed didn't like that that joel was killed and they didn't like um they specifically the actress who played abby um, the character who killed Joel, who you actually spend a, a good chunk of the game playing, uh, that actress got death threats because, of course, she did because it's twenty twenty and this is what we do now. Um, and so, I, I don't think I don't think they liked that the main guy character got killed. I don't think that they liked that the two characters you play are women. Uh, I don't think that like. one of those that
1: does suck because women are the worst (laughs)
0: yeah and and uh uh one of the (laughs) ellie is a lesbian um and abby uh, does not how dare she and and abby is actually incredibly muscular like uh which is is getting
1: worse dj uh, no
0: the obviously female body types are usually presented uh, one way in video games and abby's physicality doesn't fit that uh skinny or bust and so it's it's I think it's those things and and also honestly uh I think a lot of it is like I don't know if you've been seeing the reaction to Wonder Woman 2 uh but it it's a lot more passionate than I anticipated in in talking people talking about how Wonder Woman 2 Wonder Woman 1984 sucked and everything and it mm-hmm. and I think it it's people are worked up just generally and so that uh anxiety gets vented towards things that just uh, entertainment so it's like now you can't watch Wonder Woman 1984 and be like ah, it wasn't for me now it sucks it's the worst i can't believe they made this it's a disaster same with last of us 2 i think under n- normal conditions there would have been a backlash um but i think because people are already worked up the backlash was more passionate um uh than it would have otherwise been uh, and I also have to think, seeing the backlash to this, and the backlash to uh, the finale of Game of Thrones, and the backlash to other things, I, I'm kind of starting to think that people, for all the talk of spoilers and not wanting to be surprised, I actually think the majority of internet people, or the most vocal internet people, don't actually want to be surprised. They want to be, they want to feel like they're surprised.
1: <laughs> I agree, I agree, but they want to know because, like yeah,
0: because with like. Mandalorian and with like Avengers Endgame a lot of the big reveals in that had been speculated or leaked or whatever well in advance and so it had watching it had the feeling of surprise but then if you look back and you're like well wait I actually knew about that six months ago uh and so I think whenever you actually do a swerve I, I think certain sections of the internet uh don't like it but I, I, but to my point, I think uh, one gameplay wise, Last of Us Two improves on everything Last of Us One did. Uh, it it's just a, it it plays better. It's more fun to play. Uh, I think the narrative is more interesting. I will say, as as ballsy as I think the theme is, this idea of the cycle of violence, I do think they 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 overemphasize it like they like by the time you get like yeah man this this cycle of violence thing and then they're like now this character dies now this character dies now th-. it's like yeah i i get it yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with your message i think it's a it's a good message especially in this medium but i'm with you i'm on board i you you, you punished me enough I, I get the point um so uh, but that that is a nitpick. You know what I mean? That is that is a nitpick. Overall, what I think is is a is a really good game, a really intentional, strong narrative, a, a way of challenging you uh, the the player in a way that other mediums are not normally able to do. Um, so, if you haven't played it uh end of spoilers if you haven't played last of us 2 i do recommend it um even though you know that scene where gandalf comes down and battles the wicked w- witch of the west is crazy uh sorry Wild. that was another spoiler i'm so sorry i told you no more spoilers and now i'm telling you about he gets Gandalf Gets her
1: slippers again. though
0: he gets her slippers and he becomes gandalf the white and it's crazy
1: crazy
0: uh i do recommend checking out roxy since you are obviously an incredible gamer uh mm-hmm. i recommend you you know checking it out uh, yeah
1: definitely this one's for me
0: <laughs> And I'm it did
1: inter- sound kind of good though
0: It. I mean like I, you know for people that watch let's plays or whatever like it. it's it is it, it is weird though because as, as much as I enjoyed playing it the narrative is so heavy that I thought about like going in and starting playing it again after I beat it and I was like I just I can't do that to myself as, like the missions are fun to play but like I can't go through some of those sequences again because they are emotionally taxing <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely. So
0: yeah. let's take a second now to um be
1: it, emotionally
0: taxed. Be emotionally taxed. If speaking of emotionally taxing, uh if you're listening to the podcast we're going to talk about what happened this week. If you're watching the show live, thank you for everybody watching live or watching on Patreon, we're actually going to answer your questions. Uh now we sent us uh we like to do this from time to time, we answer all of your questions and if you're like if you're listening to the podcast and you're like oh man i wish i could hear our questions answered you can do that at patreon.com only stupid answers every week roxy and i do the only stupid answer show live uh two hours every friday uh, it's a great time you get to ask questions in the chat and everything um but if you are listening to the podcast you can go to wherever you go to itunes if you're listening to uh is it iTunes anymore? Apple, Apple+, Apple Podcast. Apple
1: Podcasts.
0: Apple Podcast. I'm muddled man.
1: Apple TV Plus. Apple Plus. Apple Podcast.
0: You can give us a five star review, and you know, I, I got to be honest. I've been, I've been, uh, uh, what's the word? I'm slacking. I've been slacking. I have been reading the five star reviews, but we're gonna get back to it. Um, so we actually have two of these today. We've got one from Chris Villa, 1974, gave it five stars. Uh, While we miss Sam, DJ has brought his A game and the content has been amazing. Thank you. We all miss Sam as well, although he is doing very well right now. So be sure to go give him your love. And then we got another one from uh, Ash underscore 17. Uh, This show is a joy to listen to. I've been listening for years. I don't actually listen to every show because I'm honestly only interested in about half the things they talk about. But Sam and DJ are just people you want to listen to and be friends with. My favorite episode is always going to be when they review Transformers movie a few years ago. I will never watch that movie, but I was so thoroughly entertained by the review of it. They tore it to shreds in the most hilarious way. Mm -hmm. Oh, I also love when they have Roxy on. She brings a lot to the show. Uh, anyways give the show a try it's really fun I, I like that this is this is a fun five star review because it's like I love this show I only kind of listen to it but you should give it a try because it's pretty cool it's like well hey you know what thank you for the five stars
1: but I get it because like you know I have shows where like I'll listen to some interview shows and if I'm not that into the guest I'll be like nah I'm not going to watch this episode so I like that they're like when they talk about things I want to hear about I listen mm-hmm. and th- I feel like now we're talking about more things in this iteration of the show that people actually, that people, I don't know what your interests are, Ash, but like people like you might be more interested in because it's like TV shows and video games, as opposed to maybe these like deep cut, uh, Little tiny obscure things, so yeah. maybe that's helpful.
0: Yeah, so it, please go to Apple Podcasts, uh, give us a five star review. We will, we're going to start reading them again. Please share this with your friends. So let's now uh, segue into the main topic of the week because how is...
1: excited are you, DJ? Uh,
0: well, I'm excited. We talked a little bit about earlier about getting the poison out. I'm excited to to you know the only other person I've been able to talk about this with is my wife and my friend uh, uh, a friend of mine from the, uh, Detroit called me and uh, and we we talked about it um, and I know you uh, of course you. What, how many episodes are you in on your on your daily show now?
1: Today will be two hundred and ninety nine.
0: That's not. You have something big planned for three hundred? No. Okay. Good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. You. Yeah. I don't
1: know whether I'm gonna. I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I can't even see. I can't see this far in front of my face right now.
0: I feel you. I <laughs> feel you on that. So obviously you've you've talked about it with your audience. Um, and I know I've said it before, like, you know, that's, this is probably not what people normally turn into this show for, but it's, it's, it is what it is. So, uh, for those that don't. No, uh, the Capitol building was invaded by Trump supporters uh, wearing uh, various dis- costumes. I was going to say disguises, but they were not uh, hiding anything, uh, taking selfies and literally announcing there was a there was an elected official. I want to say from I don't want, who knows where he's from. I want to say Virginia, but I'm not sure that literally like my name is this and I'm in the building. It's like, what are you what are you doing? You idiot. But let's start off with good news. Uh, Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff won their Senate runoff elections and helped the Democrats win the Senate back, but just barely, um, uh, and Raphael and, and, uh, say, uh, black preacher and a Jewish man and completely un- that's completely unrelated to what happened in Washington. I'm sure the fact that <laughs> the Democrats yeah, getting I, the Senate off of, off of, uh, a black man and Jewish man has nothing to do with what happened on Wednesday. I
1: tweeted out my tweet congratulating them. My whole tweet just said, uh, Oh, and I forgot to say, go, go, Jews and Black people. Mm-hmm. That's just all, all I tweeted, and the amount of responses I got. What about white people? What about? And I was just like, Oh my god, I'm talking about one specific thing. Fine, go white people. Good job. I also got to say,
0: and you can, and you can help me with this. I, I, I don't understand the distinction between Jewish people and I white know. people. <laughs>
1: The reason you don't understand is because people don't want you to understand. Like that's the the truth is, you know, I was invaded by people on my show at live of the Roxy telling me that I'm not white. And like, I'm white and I'm Jewish. And both of those things, because that's how I was born. So you can't just say that I'm not white because then then I'm nothing. Yeah. What's challenging is that being Jewish is the only religion that's also a race. So, yeah. like, when people ask what I am, the the proper answer for any question asked to me is that I'm Jewish. Yeah. Um, ex- unless they're asking about my nationality. Yeah. Um, but I'm Jewish. I'm a white Jew. Yeah. There are there are tons of black Jews.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Latinx Jews. Yeah. Uh, I could just keep naming different, but anything that you can be, you also can be Jewish, because that not referring to the color of my skin. Yeah. So a lot of people believe that you can't be Jewish and white. That's not true. So it's hard to break down why they believe that. Yeah. Um, But I think it comes from the fact that they believe Jews to be Middle Eastern only Mm. or, or, you know, is Israeli i i don't i it's hard for me to explain why they think that but they do
0: yeah it's almost racism because racism yeah it's almost like racism doesn't make any sense yeah Mm -hmm. i've i've talked about i don't think on this show i think we talked about uh one of the times i was on this show i i very distinctly remember when i was a, a a boy a child maybe like 10 uh, we were leaving a KFC, uh, my mom and I, and we passed an old man who, under his breath, called me a zebra, which is inaccurate. Um, and my mom, again, both, both my parents are white, had to explain to me what that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a very, it was very confusing as a kid because it's like, but that's not one why but also not does not apply here
1: that's how much it doesn't matter because they when and this has happened actually several times dj i'm sure to your face but also behind your back where people will ask me about your ethnicity because people do for some reason assume that you're half black half white yes um That is something that, if anybody asks you, obviously you're not pulling a fucking Alaria Baldwin on them. You tell them straight up, like, no, no, both my parents are white. Um, But that's how little race should matter because I'm looking at you and I don't know what race you are.
0: Yeah, it doesn't like, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, I've talked, I'm Irish, Greek, Austrian, and then a little bit of other uh, undisclosed.
1: So then, does that man who called you a zebra? if he finds out that you're both of your parents are white, is he like, Oh my bad, my bad. Then you're great. Yeah. Right? It doesn't,
0: but he doesn't. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's nonsense. It's ba- it's based on, it's, it's based on nothing. And, and so it means nothing, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like, and yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, congratulations to, uh, raphael Warnock and, and John Ossoff. Uh, sorry. Uh, your day got taken from you. <laughs> uh, that, sucks. that does suck. Yeah. Yeah. On, on so many levels. Uh, so there was a, a rally in DC that Trump was holding to uh, bitch about the fact that he lost the election, uh, which isn't of course how he phrased it. Um, and, uh, he was like, we should all basically, he coaxed his supporters to march on the Capitol and he said, I'll be with you. Totally. Wasn't was back in the white house watching it on TV. Uh, this resulted in the storming of the Capitol building. This resulted in, it, as of this recording, at least five deaths that I've heard of, which as far as I know, is more than, more deaths than, than the attack on Benghazi. Um, uh, meanwhile, after this, they did, uh, this was all because the, the um, Senate was supposed to uh, affirm the electoral vote for uh, Biden's victory. Um, six Republicans from um, the Senate and 121 Republicans from the House after all this happened still backed object- objections to certify Arizona's electoral outcome. Um, there, have, of course, been calls to have Trump removed. Um, Facebook and Shopify and Instagram have suspended Trump's account. Twitter did for 12 hours. Cool. <laughs>
1: What is Shopify and what does removing Trump from shopify mean
0: so i 'm not as informed on this one. I had the same exact reaction, but that is he sells my, from what I can tell he sells Trump merch on that website oh, okay. so that actual of the two yeah. that might probably hurt him most are probably Twitter and Shopify because huh. uh, that 's all that these people care about is their is their bank account. All these people that Trump unleashed on the Capitol. he does not give a flying fuck about them uh and will happily and has happily thrown them under the bus. Um so yeah it's not movie news, it's not entertainment news, it's not any of that shit, but it is it is what we're all going through. And so I wanted to talk with you about it. Roxy, like what what are your thoughts, what are your feelings and, and where do you think we go from here?
1: Mm-hmm. Um I feel like this was uh I, I mean, on what particularly, DJ? Like, how do I feel that it happened? Upset? Yeah, yeah not good. Um, I feel, I feel bummed. I feel frustrated. I feel com- a complete disconnect from anybody who found themselves or went to this mob. Like, I don't understand. So. Hmm. I, it's kind of like when you ask me why do people think that you can't be white and Jewish? Why do why did this happen? Because people are are racist, anti-Semitic, camp Auschwitz shirt wearing people yep. like that, that that think that Trump won because Trump says he did. Yeah, the, the same as why do people think that the Earth was flat? Why do some people call the sky pink. Why is 1 plus 1 not always 2 with some people? Mm-hmm. Like uh, that's that's how I feel when I look at the situation, I feel it I don't know how we ever reason with people who they're doing something that is so not understandable that there is no common ground.
0: You know, I think that's something I think it's a good point. The idea of common ground because that's something you know I, I grew up in the south I, I spent a majority of my life my youth coming up in florida um and so i've spent I, I i am very grateful that my uh close family members are not trump supporters but i do have family members that are trump supporters uh those family members because they all live in the south have friends that are trump supporters um, I was actually just talking to a friend of mine that came up in high school with me, who who is still very much part of the church, is does mission work in in Portugal, and he and I were were able to compare notes a bit. Like, why? How though? Like, because we both grew up reading the Bible, raised on the Bible, and it's like, how? But how? How is this your guy? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, you you expect a certain. This is which is sad to admit, but you expect a certain level of racism and stuff like that from the south but it's like how is this like when the, the whole QAnon thing like okay so our guy to defeat this imaginary group of pedophile blood-sucking uh uh liberals is donald trump hanging out with jeff epstein like wait how is that your guy yeah i can't even get I, into the whole QAnon thing because i don't understand how if that's your problem that this is your guy
1: yeah i know but they really i i uh, I don't know. You know, you watch movies and you see people like uh, Palpatine or whatever. Mm-hmm. People back him. And you're like, what? Yeah. And I think it's because fear and power and um, I I'm not wanting to stick it to the man, whoever the other man is. Or I don't know. I, I've talked to a lot of my not white friends about this. And when I ask them to when I ask them what they think people are really fighting for here, like what if they have to if they have to try to rationalize what are they thinking people are really fighting for? Because if you're fighting for the fact that Trump should be the president, but why? Because there's something else that you're really fighting for then. Yeah. And a lot of people seem to believe that what they think that these people think is that they're gonna be replaced, that the white man is going to be replaced that they that genuinely the people at these at the this riot believe that black people and uh asian people and hispanic people and jewish people i guess because they don't consider them white are going to replace them and overtake them and that they will become the minority And the real fear is being in the minority.
0: Well, considering how groups that these people claim to represent or claim to represent these people have treated minorities in the past, I get why that would be very scary. Um, uh, I think statistically they are being – that's the thing. You are being replaced if you buy into the idea that there's somehow – like we're all people though. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not like, uh, uh, I think I talked about this when I talked about um, The Expanse. Something I like about that movie, or movie, excuse me, that show is, you know, you've got this cold war between Earth and Mars and people that populate the belt. And because of that heightened scenario, they're all talking as if these are different factions, as, as if people that were, the humans that were born and raised on this planet on Mars are different than the people born. But it's like, you're all humans though. Like what are you all, Complaining to each other, why are you all acting like you're different? Which is a great mirror of like, despite our the borders we've created for ourselves, we're all Americans and we're all people. So, at some point, at some point, because of the fact that people die and their children replace them, everybody gets replaced. That's just how things happen.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But I think it's really the fear of being in the minority, you know, and, and, that just isn't happening. Like there's more white people and there's going to be more white people. And so like that fear is so irrational. And even if there ended up being less white people, the only reason kind of like you were alluding to DJ, that you're afraid of that is because of how you've treated people who don't look like you. And you're afraid that you'll get that treatment in return, which is caused by you. Yeah. So nobody should, in a in a dream world, nobody should be afraid to be in the minority because it shouldn't mean anything.
0: Yeah.
1: But in this world, it means everything.
0: Yeah.
1: Because it means that you have less opportunity and less choice and less money.
0: Yeah.
1: And less jobs yeah. and less ability to have healthcare. And uh, you know that's what being in the minority in this country means. Yeah. So no shit you'd be afraid to be in the minority when we live in a country that you have created a situation that means being in the minority means dying earlier, getting more sick and never being able to have happiness or success the way that other people can.
0: Yeah. And and it's interesting too. And I think another aspect of the frustrating thing is I don't know about specifically these people that, that stormed um, the Capitol because you hit through There's a lot going on there. But for a lot of people that maybe share a similar anger or support Trump, I feel safe in saying that a lot of the anger you feel that has been directed towards people that do not look like you or people from other communities uh, should actually be directed 100% at the people uh, like Trump. Because, you know, growing up and and you hear a lot of like, ah, Mexicans are taking our jobs. No, motherfucker. Most of your jobs, most of the quote unquote jobs are being shipped off to other countries so that the executives in this country can pay those people slave wages and make more money themselves. So they're actually screwing over two groups of people (laughs) to make more money.
1: The real truth is, and people don't like to say this out loud, how many jobs do undocumented workers work in this country that you really would want to work anyway? like, really, they're taking our jobs. So you want to go and pick fruit? That's the that's what you're worried about. That's the job they're taking. Really, they're taking our jobs. So you want to wash dishes. Because if you are telling me they're taking our jobs, and you can't get hired for work, and you're willing to do what they're willing to do for the price, they're willing to do it, like, then it's a different conversation. But really, they're helping boost our economy and giving us the food and fuel that we need to survive in this country. So they're taking our jobs. You don't want their job anyway. Well, if they're I, having to do shit you would never want to do.
0: Well, I will say that, you know, I grew I grew up around a lot of people that they they do do long care, they do do washing dishes, they do do the jobs that that immigrants would be taking, but I think you made a very good point there with the rate that they're doing it because it's 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 not good it's not it's not good and maybe and maybe if we you know did something like you know uh, up the minimum wage or, or or you know what i mean all that stuff we'd be having a, a different conversation treating people fairly but again yeah. who are the people offering that that lower forcing those people to work at that lower wage it's the guy in charge you're directing and the people in charge have have done a really good job of directing people's aggressions downwards. so they're punching down it's like no it's that it, it, whoever's out there saying like this is the group of people you should be mad at look at that person <laughs> and it's like wait a second what game are they trying to play
1: on uh, my my show dj i talked about this a lot yesterday that this reminds me of the hunger games mm-hmm. like it doesn't feel like real life this feels like the worst version of a fantasy life yes where yes. like that they've gone down to the capital and there there are riots at the Capitol and there are people and they're breaking in and we have to protect our leaders and stick together. And may the odds be ever in your favor. Like what the fuck are we talking about? Yeah. What the fuck are we talking about? It doesn't make any sense, but people aren't thinking like that. They're pissed. Yeah, And a lot of people are pissed because they're poor. Mm-hmm. They're hungry. They're being fed lies and they believe them. They're uneducated. Yeah. And that I mean one of the things that you cannot deny and this is I'm sorry if this rubs people the wrong way but there is a clear correlation and this is not clear like in my opinion this is these are produced stats yeah. about your level of education and who you vote for and your level of education and your willingness to wear a mask. Yeah. Like, those are actual, you can look into it, and the people who are at these riots are less educated. Mm-hmm. And that's our fault. They don't know how to critically think. They're hearing from the president of the United States, who they believe in, yeah. get down there and fuck shit up. Yeah. That's, that's what they're hearing. And they're hearing, I love you you know mm-hmm. he came out and said i love you guys yeah um they're they're receiving things and information and they're taking it and it's not like i'm sitting here feeling bad for them or anything but i'm just yeah. saying we've created a country in which people who are less educated are not wearing masks they're mask gathering during a global pandemic and they're following out their president's law yeah they're listening to the their president
0: yeah and i think a lot of people have uh on on a lot of leaders on both sides have benefited from uh, controlling information and, and and the way we've we've presented education throughout the years, and I think we need to rethink a lot of that. No matter what side of the aisle you are, you're on, and the one thing that stuck with me has stuck with me these past few days, and because I think it's been building for me over the past year, over the past however many years, is I think we've built a country and it has become increasingly clear. I think Trump has pulled the curtain back and said, Hey, for people that look like me, there aren't and people for as wealthy as I am. There aren't any consequences. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And people will let you do it, and so these people you know i, I 've heard this the discussion about like um and i can 't remember which i I wish I could credit it, but this idea of this represents white supremacy in that these people assumed that this government was built for them, that they can do this that this is this is they they own this, and through if you look at our history, you look back at the at the signing of the constitution it was like oh man we got to make these white southerners happy to be a part of this union so we can fight the uh uh the british so i guess we're going to have to let this slavery thing slide and you look at the uh um uh re- reconstruction era after the civil war and it's like hey y'all created a civil war here but we don't want to be mean to y'all so we're going to make these conce- i think there's something it's i think it's literally the concession of 1871 or something in a similar situation where there was a a debate over who actually was supposed to be president and the North was like, hey, as long as you agree it's our guy, we'll leave the the Northern troops out of the South so that you can basically do whatever you want. And so we've made these concessions. And because the truth is, Northern whites... Aren't that much less racist than Southern whites, <laughs> yeah. especially if they're the ones in charge, especially in those times. And so, if you look throughout our history, there's been these concessions made. And I'd like to hope, and I, if I'm being candid, I don't think this is true, but I would like to hope that if you're Biden and you've got you've got the Senate and you've got the House and you've got to go, enough is they stormed the Capitol. Enough is enough. We have to make. Because otherwise we are committing ourselves, one way or another, you're making a statement. And if you don't make a strong enough statement, you're committing yourself to more violence. And so we can get into debates about the carceral system and throwing people in prison and all that stuff. And I think we should have those debates. But truthfully, literally every motherfucker they can find that did this, and they weren't wearing masks, and a lot of times they announced themselves, they should be thrown into a pit and we should lose the key. Because we need to make an example. Kyle Rittenhouse, no, you're 17. You murdered people. You cross state lines. You murdered people. We're going to make an example of you. You're going to be thrown into a hole, and we're going to lose the key. You know what I mean? Because that's, at, at this point, you need to make, like, I, right before all this happened, I was reading an article about, you know, obviously, the Democrats have the Senate now, but only by one seat. So the filibuster, and there was some, I don't remember who, but some Democratic senator was like we can't get rid of the filibuster because then we don't have a senate and for those that don't know the the filibuster is for a lot of laws that they want to try and pass you need a you can't just have 51 votes you have to have 60 votes so you have to get people on your side which in theory sounds great but that's basically how Mitch McConnell Mitch McConnell took a giant dump on Obama for eight years and so I don't want to hear that shit I don't want to hear that shit anymore because I, oh, god bless michelle obama lover but this whole idea of they go low we go high it's done they've dragged us down we're there is no going high you know what i mean we need to shut them down we need to shut them down so i want to see i get rid of the filibuster fucking make dc and puerto rico a state. fucking literally we we you need to make a definitive like we're done with this shit you literally invaded the capital we're done so it's like anybody that supported this you're out
1: I can't even believe that's a real sentence. You invaded the capital. You invade
0: <laughs> you, 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 the, the, your guy, the your guy, uh, incited a riot of people that, that under the legal definition, cause I was dubious I don't know about you, Rex, but when people were like, oh, this is terrorism. I'm like, well, th- dial it back. It's like, no, under the legal definition of domestic terrorism, that's what this was. You're done. I'm. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. We can't. And and what I'm worried about is that Biden's going to do what what Democrats have always done, because again, Northern whites aren't le- that much less racist than Southern whites, and be like, well, you know, these are our brothers and sisters, and we. I'm just, yeah, I, I, sure. I I like the idea of uh, uniting and making nice. But I think, but that, that has been, yeah, but that has been used that type of that idea of going high, going the high road has been used to shelter a lot of these beliefs and a lot of these ideals. And it's been allowed to fester since the founding of our country. So if we're ever going to make a statement about it now is the time. And so I hope not to, I, not to use gender terms, but I hope, I hope Biden nuts up.
1: Yeah and it's no, like
0: so. we're going to have to fuck up some of these people. You know what I mean? Like uh uh cops usually really get off on the idea of oppressing uh, suppressing people and stuff like that. Go to it. <laughs> this these this is the group. Guess what? The, it turns out the the domestic terrorists are the ones we've been waiting for. Cuz it's not about it's it's about the people that have made their intentions clear. It's about the people that have threatened violence on our country. It's about the people. It's not whatever. Uh, I I hope there have been so few consequences, which I honestly think is also factored into why cops did less. Cause they're like, well, I mean, if we don't stop these people, it's not a big deal. There's not gonna be consequences to us. Like, you know what I mean? Just, it's saying it's literally the inverse of why, you know, if somebody was like, Hey, don't shoot black people. And they crack their head open with a, with a baton. It's like, well, there's no consequences. There need to be consequences now. And yeah. I understand why, presidents in the past like why was nixon pardoned well because no president in the future wants to face legal action for the shit they do cuz every president does bullshit like that's that's the way it goes sorry biden you're going to have to set the president trump's going to have to fucking go to he's going to have to fucking go to jail or or else we're just we're biding our time until your old ass croaks and some other fucking asshole does the same thing if you don't if you don't make a statement we're done
1: i like i like a heated dj
0: it's well. I mean, it's it, we've got. This is insane. This this is insane. And you've got to think, like, I don't know about you, Roxy. I, I'm I'm sure that that our black friends and our Latinx friends and stuff like that are less surprised by all this. But as much as as much bullshit as you know there is, you, you have to imagine there's a line, right? Like there there is some line. It may be woefully too low, but there's got to be some line. And we've just blown past them all. Yeah. We've just blown past them all. Like, like, I go back to Kyle Rittenhouse. Like, that, that guy has to be the line. He has to be the line. Because what else, what the fuck else are we doing if he's not it?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know the answer to your question, but I agree.
0: I don't know. Sorry, everybody.
1: <laughs> no, I'm glad. Go off.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is the this is the country we're in right now, but let's all keep working to make it better.
1: That's the only thing we can do. Yeah. And I think that January 20th will be a step towards that. And I'm really grateful to our elected officials who made sure that the process still took place even after being attacked.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I agree. Cause well, again, and it's one of those and, and, and there was a little glimmer of hope that, we did find the line for some of these people (laughs) and and this was the line this shouldn't have been the line but at least we found it we dug deep enough we got there we found it (laughs) totally so let's let's end on um unless unless you had any other thoughts you wanted to share roxy no no let's end on a positive note on what what we probably would have talked about under other circumstances what are we looking forward to in 2020 and we've got 2021 excuse me uh, Caitlin Conway says she's working on adopting a dog, so that'll be a huge improvement for me in 2021. Uh, Jake Hefner says um, uh, he wants to knock one thing off his bucket list, um, and he wants to finally learn guitar. Um, Is Nathan, that the
1: thing off his bucket list? Yeah,
0: he wants to learn guitar okay. in 2021. Um, duh, duh, duh. Uh, Nathan the man wrote a cool post, and I'm not going to read it all right now, but but he, wants, he hopes people... There's, he wants to see a high adoption rate for the COVID vaccine. Uh, that was another bummer for me this week. I was listening to a new uh, – was watching a new music video from a rapper I really like. And there's a line that's like, do your research before you get vaccinated. And I'm like, I like I, – I, on paper, I agree with what you're saying. But we all know what you mean. <laughs> and People
1: are saying, do your research. They're saying, don't get the vaccine. Don't get the
0: vaccine. And it's like, I actually do what this person says. Do the research. <laughs> and then go get the vaccine please
1: please for your own sake cuz that's what all of the research says
0: um sds2084 uh his cousin's wedding is in october he's hoping lockdown should be done by then so he can go see his family he's also excited for the mass effect remastered trilogy which i'm also excited for uh brenda started using um skillshare in december and is working on beefing up her graphic design skills um, so she's excited to work on and that awesome. and, and learn more. She, any tips you got, anybody in the discord, if you have any tips for her, she's looking for those, uh, roll 13, uh, he's looking to get a promotion at work probably by the end Woo! of the month. So good for him. Um, so those are some of the things that people are excited about in 2021. Uh, Roxy, what you, what you got 2021, what are you, what are you looking for?
1: Um, I don't know what this year has in store for me. I have to find a place to live, so I'm excited to do that. Not to do it, to have it done. I turned 30 this year.
0: Yay!
1: So that will be in July. Um, In my mind, the "C's" part for my 30th birthday, Mm -hmm. and like by July 13th, I'm able to actually like be with some people.
0: That would be amazing. So
1: I, who knows? But like, that is what I'm. I am manifesting right now. Do it. Um, I have to make more career moves this year yeah so i'm excited for that because i have to so i will Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh i'm excited for us to have a new president yes it's a really big one um very excited for that those are some of mine dj
0: i love it i'm hoping for an inverse of 2021 where we're starting off kind of rough and by the end of by this time in 2022 things are better not even just normal things are better that's been on my that's been on my heart for a while it's it's just like yeah i hope as bad it it would suck if things got this bad and we learned nothing from it (laughs) Uh, so I'm hoping we learn things about, um, racial justice. I'm hoping we learn things about, uh, political responsibility. I hope we learn things, uh, that COVID teaches us some things, uh, that we can use towards better tackling climate change. Um, but like you, Roxy, I'm, I'm hoping because I've got to, I'm hoping for some, uh, big career moves in 2021. Um, and you know, I guess. On another positive note, if we made it through 2020, we should be able to make it through this. If we've if we've come this far, what's the stop us?
1: I don't have the answer. Because
0: there is no answer. Nothing can stop us. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. So let's all try and not just be optimistic, but generate a more optimistic world, do the things that we can um, to make our lives better. Uh, like we were talking about earlier in the discussion about, about doing things to make our lives better, the people around us better. Uh, and I just want to thank everybody again for being a part of this show. Next week, we're talking about WandaVision. WandaVision comes back. It'll be Woo-hoo! hopefully a more, hopefully that's the biggest thing to talk about. Fingers crossed uh, two more weeks <laughs> and uh, Roxy, let every remind everybody at home where they can find you and what they should be looking out for from you.
1: Well, everywhere live, uh, at the Roxy every day, tomorrow is day 300. So there's that that's youtube.com slash Roxy Stryer. You can find me at Roxy Stryer on all socials, um, where I continue to speak my mind and my followers continue to plummet. So that's been, um, interesting.
0: Go support Roxy's show. She's saying good things over there.
1: I I try. I try. Those are the places.
0: Uh, you can follow me at DJ Talks Trash uh, everywhere that matters. And you can check out this show at Only Stupid Answers. But on Twitter.
1: You ain't got a from stupid. I've been waiting all oh, episode. That was the first time of 2021 that she got to say it. Boom.
0: There <laughs> it is. Please like. Please subscribe. Please share. Please give us a five-star review in uh, Apple Podcasts. We're going to read those now. Uh, Thank you, everybody. Uh, Let's do big and exciting things in 2021 and make this year better for ourselves and the people around us. And we'll see you all next time. Bye, everybody.